0: it's a little too far away to pull on it
1: it's October 18, 2023 and this is Rare Encounter encounter number 165 hi, I'm The Problem I'm Abel Kirby
0: and fending off ass cancer I'm Cold Acid
1: yes, we will fight the ass cancer all the way to the depths not quite all the way to the depths but uh there's certainly depths involved i hear well they, they
0: were i was definitely having my pl- my depths plumbed yesterday <laughs> sounding the deep huh jeez uh, i was getting anally probed by an alien ah he didn't come from canada so so technically he's an alien
1: oh okay and that's your new boyfriend no no <laughs> Okay, is this really what we're starting with? Your colon colonoscopy?
0: Is that what we are on the show now? Yeah, I mean, look at our look at her tagline, right? We're we're two polymaths <laughs> making increasingly complicated fart jokes. Of course, we're going to start with uh, with the ass. Oh, and work our way up. People
1: don't even want to hear about it. I know that for a fact. It's it's uh I mean, so it's going to be a shitty discussion. I know I saw your tweet, your uh your toots. You were waking up in the middle of the night chugging laxatives.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh what do those taste like, by the way? When uh it, it tastes like it tasted like medicine. It was fruit flavored. What fruit? I couldn't tell. <laughs> no. It was it was incredibly it was incredibly like chemical medicine tasting.
1: Uh, it was a Toronto fruit, I guess.
0: Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was not pleasant and Fortunately, the procedure itself, uh, I can't tell you if it was pleasant or not because I was out like a light. Oh yeah, you just it, cut it went a like bit. it went like this, right? <laughs> I go, I go into the, I go into the, uh, into the room, right? I get on, I get on the bed thing. I roll, I roll over so they can like. And I'm like hooked up to a gas mask. I've got oh, an IV drip in me. They start talking to me about the transliteration of my last name because because like usually people can't pronounce my name correctly because of how it's spelt using the Latin alphabet. They may have just Thank been trying you, to put you Germany. to Germany. They may have just been trying and, to put you and to, and to sleep. And then it's uh, and then and then the next thing I it I know, I'm waking up with the giggles in the discharge ward. Is that the bathroom? No, that is like where they actually bring you after your procedure and get you ready to leave the hospital. Oh man. Jeez. Yeah, I was I was I was hungry and I was giggly and I could barely walk straight <laughs> for the first 20 minutes or so. I was flying, man. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even, and painkillers themselves didn't even wear off until late afternoon. It wasn't until, like, around dinner time yesterday that I started feeling, like, any sort of pain. And it was just, it was just really, like, you know, the same sort of pain, like, when you've been wiping too hard. Oh, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't, I didn't feel like something had penetrated me. It, It felt like somebody had just been, like. Like I've been wiping my ass with one-ply sandpaper. Jeez. I am a wet wipe warrior. I'm starting to think wet wipes might not be a bad idea. Or a bidet.
1: Or a bidet. Uh, Those are just too much, because what I always think of is the butt water is just going to drip back into it, and it's basically a toilet.
0: Well, I mean, the bidet that I was looking at... My brother actually pointed me to uh, to this company here in Canada that produces clip-on bidets for the toilet
1: hmm that's still i don't know something about that i'm not uh well
0: i mean all that water is going down the same place whether whether it's sitting in the bowl or it sprays up your ass first but i don't
1: i don't put technology down there not on purpose anyway and also you know what happens to the nozzle does the nozzle
0: get cleaned every time well, I mean, I would assume it does. It's not like the nozzle sticks up your ass. It's like a little thing that points from under the toilet seat, and it's at an angle, right? It's not spraying right up. It's spraying at an angle and, like, you know, fucking going between your ass cheeks like uh, like an X-Wing down that canyon on the Death Star. Does it have different spray modes,
1: like, uh, you know, wide beam, narrow beam, high beams, low beams? fresh mist fresh mist it had a mist <laughs> mode it's like, like a spray most, bottle that's the most uncomfortable thing I just want to get misted <laughs> hey harritos. i can't sit down for an hour i just got i just got misted oh god i did just get misted
0: coca cola mexican coca cola wow you got
1: me with the i <laughs> got you <with laughs> the- The long foretold. All right. The long awaited Horitos prank. Oh,
0: God. Oh, that was good. That was
1: good. (laughs) Well, I got something here. I got um, seltzer water. Sparkling water, actually. It's sparkling water
0: this is yeah, I don't gap. like that shit it carbonate it carbonated water without any sort of like strong flavoring it just makes me gag uh I think it's fine it
1: makes you um kind of fire off those turds faster it gets the propellant Dude, in there
0: that is that is like that is like my problem they fire off too fast as it is
1: yeah you gotta get them all the way down the death Star trench
0: you can't, <laughs> yeah. you, anyway, That one didn't go in it just bounced off the rip <laughs> Anyway, they found and removed five polyps in there. Oh god. I haven't been told yet if like the uh the doctor who was doing the procedure, he said like he would talk to me afterwards if it was like if there was like signs of cancer or anything, but I'm guess I guess they were benign polyps. Wow. But still, that many when I'm only forty definitely is not a good sign and looks like instead of the Five every five years after you turn fifty, I'm on the every three years after you turn forty. Oh. It doesn't help that I had a grandfather who had ass cancer. Jeez, well, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm glad you're doing shit okay. Shit sucks. <laughs> I know, but it's, it sounds like you're doing better. Uh, uh, oh yeah, in terms of and better, better. I do this on the regular, and like if if any ass cancer does start happening, they catch it nice and early, right? Hmm. And then I don't have to carry a bag around me with me like my grandfather had to.
1: Ooh. You know, those are hard to hide when you're
0: wearing uh,
1: various clothing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, fuck cancer, fuck colostomy bags. Uh, I'm keeping my ass checked from now on. Check your ass before you wreck your ass. Yeah, check it before you wreck it. <laughs> check them before you wrecked them. There we go. <laughs> it's a title. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Alright, let's yeah, Spe- let's let's get on to a less shitty topic now. Speaking of uh of deep
1: mining, you know what I've been up to? Uh, you <laughs> said something about uh dwarf fortress, I believe. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of dwarf fortress lately. And uh it's been yep. good. I I dabbled count, with with you have it. the happy
0: fun stuff yet?
1: I have done some fun stuff. I haven't had a lot of happy fun stuff.
0: Okay, so you haven't delved too deep yet?
1: No, I've been I've been having a lot of fun, and I've done a couple different worlds now, trying different biomes and things. And I barely have gone out into the caverns at all. I'm just um, working the systems, learning how they how I'm trying to get all my um, workshops, you know, with the just the perfect build orders and everything, so that I can get my fortress, you know, set up every time the way i want and so i'm actually doing a lot where i play for a couple years in in game and then just actually re-roll and start over because i'm trying to figure out you know what's the uh what's the um uh, i don't know kind of breadth of the game i'm a breath first breath first kind of uh guy right
0: now i but, never really got even as far as the caverns generally because i would just keep trying to like build these like perfectly symmetrical fortresses. Yeah, I hate that where uh
1: you you mine one wall the wrong way and it's gosh like, ah, shit. I've got to uh you know, build a it's never quite right, you know. But
0: it's Yeah, fun. it's I know. It that's that's the that's the real like the fun stuff isn't isn't the problem with door Fortress. It's our own autistic uh actions in the game. Yeah. You just can't build the perfect fortress because, you know, there's always one thing that's just, you know, actually organic in the layout of the environment that just gets in the way of perfection. Yeah.
1: Anyway, um, the the main thing I wanted to mention was the game completely changed when I started ignoring all of the tutorial bullshit where they say, oh, don't put a uh, don't start a fortress anywhere there's an aquifer. And when I went yep. back into it, I, I was playing a little on and off for a while. And I decided, you know what? I'm just going to go. I want to see what happens. I'm going for hostile environments. I'm not going to build in a mountain. I'm going to build, like, in some random place. And I'll tell you what, the the complexity of the game holds up in all these other areas, you know? If you're starting at a mountain like a newbie, uh, it's not even as much fun. And it's like you can't. You can't build a cathedral in Dwarf Fortress for kind of the reasons that, that we were talking about. It's just – there's so much complexity. You screw stuff up. But what I've been having a lot of fun doing is like doing stupid projects like, oh, I'm going to do something and only survive off berries or uh, I'm just going to dig a hole as deep as I can, you know, trying to go um, – how far can I go before I die? That kind of shit. Or mine out an entire Stupid level. dwarf tricks. Yeah, just stupid dwarf tricks. And that's where I've been having the most fun. Is uh, Or I just want to craft a bunch of weird stuff and get as much as I can. So Anyway, there's my Dwarf Fortress report. I'm uh, going to be playing it later tonight. It's kind of addicting once you get into it.
0: I feel the same way about playing Ryza. Ryza. You want to talk about that? I'm not familiar uh not not particularly, but I mean, I talked a little bit about it before, I think, but yeah, the game where you are the cute girl with thick thighs and big titties, and you're oh. doing alchemy by throwing stuff in a pot, stirring it, and having entirely different stuff come out.
1: Yes, I've heard this description, I think,
0: yes, the thick thighs and big titties that's important.
1: the important part, yes, I know, to get the player experience. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, but besides yeah. Besides that,
0: I got I got kind of addicted uh late last week on AI image generation. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, so I was playing around with the with the Bing Image Creator. Yeah. And a lot of the a lot of these creations that it did let me create, I ended up posting on my shitposter account. There were a number that it wouldn't let me it wouldn't let me create for God knows why. Some some of them, maybe it was like it was noticing certain certain names and stuff as like, hey, we don't have access to this IP. We're not going to let you do this. And other things was like, this shouldn't be NSFW, but it thinks that it is, and so it won't create it. Oh. And says like, I'm trying. Right? Can you give an example? I tried. I tried multiple different times to Create a fantasy version of, uh, oh shit, I forgot their name, mm-hmm. but uh, Barbra Streisand, this band, right? That ba- the band with the dudes with the beards, oh, ZZ Top, yeah, ZZ Top. I was trying to create ZZ Top as like this fantasy band where it's like two dwarves and an elf on the drums, right? And multiple different attempts to do that. Failed with it, giving me warnings that suggested that it was it was generating something obscene instead. I'm like, that's not right. What the fuck are you doing? Mm. What part of the prompt? Do you I did think- eventually. I did eventually get ZZ Top, though.
1: What part of the prompt do you think it was? Uh, queuing off from to to make it think it was naughty.
0: No clue, man. Because there was nothing. There was nothing in the prompt that would suggest that there should be anything naughty about it except for zz top i mean that's kind of (laughs) rocking it's too
1: rocking for him
0: yeah meanwhile what i did get that i was very happy with is samus aaron eating a chili cheese dog (laughs) oh god also magical lucha girls okay Yeah. And this is this is something this is something Japan actually needs to provide us with, you know, an anime about magical girls and like they go from being, you know, middle schoolers. They transform into luchadors, (sighs) right? Masks and everything with a little with a little miniature flying luchador as as like the team pet sort of mascot thingy. This is one of these
1: weird anime discussions that I don't enjoy. <laughs> just to put, I'm just, op- I'm an open book right now. <laughs> the, um, I just, I don't know. I, is there any, any luchadors in anime? The only thing I can think of is one of those rhythm games had one
0: <laughs> where there, you're is, a reporter. There, is a, there is a manga and it did get an anime adaptation, if I'm not mistaken, that involved a luchador who was is isekai'd. And was and is like God. crazy for uh, for magical beasts, and he opens a he opens a pet store, but he refuses to sell any pets to anyone because he thinks they won't love them as much as he does. Hmm. All right. Finally, cool. finally, one of the other ones that I expected would not work but did was getting was getting like. Little cute anime girls dressed up as crusaders in front of the walls of Jerusalem. (laughs) So I've got, I've got like, I've got this, I've got this like little anime girl wearing plate mail. She's got a tabard with the crusader cross on it, a shield with the crusader cross. And she's in front of, she's in front of uh, medieval Jerusalem, right? (laughs) Deus Vault Oni Chan. You know about
1: the Children's Crusade, don't you? Yes, I do know about the Children's is, Crusade. Is this sort of the anime
0: retelling of it? No, this is more like if you took like the uh, if you took like the leaders of of the Crusades, and you know, like the the actual the actual main Crusaders, the the Crusader Kingdom, uh, the Crusader Kingdoms, and their. And they're like aristocrats, right? And you turn them all into little girls. Mm. You know, the, mo- the modification of the Crusades. And yeah, I would watch the fuck out of that too. I'm sure I, you I, I'm would. I'm not going to deny it.
1: <laughs> I've not been watching much. I, I, got so, I caught some old South Park episodes that were on TV. And uh, those ones that are about 10 years old, they hold up pretty well. I saw the Shake Weight yep. episode. I act- I remember when that came out because everyone was joking about it, but I never actually saw it. And you know what? It's pretty good. I was laughing.
0: I <laughs> also have I also have Donkey Kong as like the mob boss of a city, okay. smoking a cigar with somebody who looks kind of like Stalin.
1: <laughs> Donkey Kong and Stalin is not my uh, Super Smash Brothers uh, tag team.
0: I also have I also generated
1: a bunch of Cossack waifus. Jeez. You have been mad. And this is all Bing, right? Yes. Bing
0: character. Oh, and then we've got our cover art for t- for this episode. Uh, a Martian invasion in the style of Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, I saw this. This is um this is pretty good.
1: I like the long-legged weirdo aliens. <laughs> I- yeah. And uh, I put the caption "fun" on it when I was putting the uh, the uh, image. Yeah, text I noticed on.
0: that. <laughs> I just want to make sure people know what they're in for. Fun. Yes. So Dolly Three, which is what powers Bing Image Creator, still has the finger problem. Just gonna just going to point that out. Yeah. Uh, in some cases, it's not really noticeable. It did a decent enough job with the hands, but in other cases, like. You've got like you know six fingers and no thumb and shit like that. Still, mm. yeah, it's always been. I I've, I'm
1: impressed when I see something that generates the right number or a properly formed hand. Uh, some of it's and better. I, and though. when
0: I was generating, when I was generating uh, uh, red-haired muscle girls with uh, Dude, exposed tummies, how many painkillers uh, were you muscles on? Muscles don't work like this. Being an image creator. although in one of them that is some rich booty cold
1: acid i'm starting to realize what's going on here you were on painkillers while you were doing this
0: no i wasn't on the painkillers yet (laughs) i was doing this i was doing this last week not yesterday Ah. (laughs) okay well i gave you an out and you didn't take it but let's see (laughs) no i'm just i'm just a freak where's your blog
1: where's your um or image blog
0: yeah, I should. Uh, I should actually create a gallery of these for for people to view. For now, I'm just linking a bunch of them in the show notes. Yeah, jeez. All right, well, I'm check not out- even bothering to stick the images in there. Just like it's it's just the links themselves, and people who want to see things, they can follow them.
1: Hmm. Well, I've been out uh, traveling, as you know, and I I happen to get um, back to an old neighborhood I used to live in in. The Denver area, and I noticed something. Oh, it's something I don't think the locals are aware of. There, there's a couple problems. What Did you notice? Well, they're building a um, new construction. I don't know what it is. It looks like a, a commercial building, but they are building it on top of the grave of a dog. Now it's what? right. It's right now, right by where I used to live. There is the toll booth dog from Broomfield or the Turnpike dog. Have I I don't know if I mentioned it on the show. I, I might have mentioned it on Bowl After Bowl or something once upon a time. But they had a toll booth between Denver and Boulder. And back in the 50s, there was a dog that would hang out at the toll booth all day. And it was famous. The dog was there every day. People would come by and pet it when they paid the toll. And uh, anyway, when it passed away, the dog died in nine uh, 19- Let's see, 1950 to 1964.
0: 64 by the look of this picture.
1: It is uh, Shep is the name of the dog. Uh, they buried it. They buried it out um, in Broomfield, Colorado. And that area where he's buried, I think they're building on top of it. And so what I wanted to bring up is the possibility of a dog ghost haunting this, uh, this new construction there's a bad history of them building in Broomfield in places where they shouldn't. Um, the first Apparently
0: place... they they relocated him to Zangspur Park. Yeah, that's where they're building. Oh. Zangspur Park was
1: across from where I used to live. Th- that's so what I'm saying. The, the dog was there. and There's a museum for the the town and whatever because there used to be a railroad station there. And uh, they're it's like what the fuck what happened to this dog's grave come on guys shep the broomfield turnpike dog is not happy He's gonna haunt you and this
0: even says like local dogs and their humans still frequent the site to pay respects. and now they're built now they're building on top of poor shep's grave yep what assholes well
1: here's the other thing you know what else they built on top of in broomfield what the rocky flats disaster site it's also there and they built a bunch of fifty-five plus uh, community homes there. Speaking of cancer, back in the f- in, in that whole field that was the fallout region where it was the worst, they actually had to dismantle all the buildings. They couldn't get rid of the train that was there, so they like took up all the tracks and left the train in the field. And isn't that it's the same? It's the like, same area. It's the it's the exact same thing. They're building
0: where they shouldn't. These guys don't know. Well, if it's if they're building like seniors residents or fifty, fifty-five 55 plus i mean at least in that case they aren't going to be producing uh new mutants there or anything
1: yeah but their but, grandkids uh, are gonna come over
0: that's true yeah
1: <laughs> it doesn't i've i've never liked that and they really um the the half-life of plutonium is pretty long it's uh it, it we're not halfway there yet i know that
0: well you want a few half-lives to go past right
1: yeah i think it's um tens of thousands of years someone someone's gonna correct me in chat i don't know it off the top of my head but I, it's, i'm taking
0: it's, i'm taking a look uh right now actually
1: because a, it's extremely long it's one of these extremely long uh decays
0: <laughs> uh let's see uh plutonium 238 has a half-life of 87.7 years and decays through uh alpha decay to uranium 234 uh, the short oh yeah the that's yeah that's the not well no that's not the shortest the shortest is still like 14 and about a third and that's plutonium 241 the longest by the look of things is plutonium 244 with a trace light or well it's a trace abundance but it has a half-life of 81.3 uh, million years.
1: Yeah. I don't know what the um, isotope that was actually there was, but I, I know it was one of the longer ones. It's like like a couple thousand years. It might have been 240, uh, which, which I think is a 6,000-year half-life. Tw- uh, 240,
0: 240 is, uh, yeah, about 6,000... Six, uh, 6, Five hundred sixty-one years, approximately.
1: Cool. And this was a Rocky Flats was a place where they were machining and uh, and uh, working with plutonium. And I don't know if they were enriching it or anything. I think they were just machining it. But anyway, we've talked about Rocky Flats like five times on this show, so I'm sorry to bring it up over and over and over again. But this dog, this dog, it upsets me slightly more than Rocky Flats because the people who move in there, you know, whatever, they're just hurting themselves this or they could be i guess i don't, you don't really know if anything bad's going to happen but there's a risk this dog you know disrespected yeah the famous toll booth dog oh well
0: let's see yeah it sounds like it sounds like they were uh producing weapons grade plutonium on site they weren't just machining it
1: um, could be. Uh, my understanding was that they would ship it in from somewhere. I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of things going on at that site. It, it, it was open for decades, so. In
0: 2001, Congress passed the Rocky Flats National Wildlife Refuge Act.
1: Yeah, they. Just, the last uh,
0: contaminated building was removed, and the last weapons-grade plutonium was shipped out in 2003, ending the cleanup based on a modified cleanup agreement.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they still uh, there's still contamination everywhere. Like, oh, the yeah. whole thing burned down. It was uh, it had particles going all over the place. That's why they had all these settlements over it. Anyway, um, I got a story from Boobery. All right. This is a uh, local story from Minnesota. It's about pumpkins. Halloween-themed, huh? Ooh. Seasonal. I'm talking about a new world record gourd. So I put a picture in my show notes. Do you see it? It's this... Big, giant pumpkin. Yes,
0: it is one big gourd, that's for sure.
1: Anoka man grows pumpkin weighing 2,749 pounds. Sets world record for biggest gourd. Biggest gourd, wow. Swallowed my words here. Um, Yeah, they call it a jack-o'-lantern in the article, but that's wrong. I mean, it's just a big pumpkin
0: well that's it you can look at the pictures i think i think i think it's i think like different different styles of pumpkins can have different names and that style is jack-o-lantern pumpkin or something maybe i don't know i'm i'm not <laughs> i don't i i I don't think so i'm not that big on gourds i know what a jack-o-lantern is
1: uh i know what a jack-o-lantern is too you want to make what a jack-o-lantern are you going to do one this year no probably not i think i might how many days do I have left? Let's see. Is the 18th now? Uh so I got a week, a little under 2 weeks to get that jack-o-lantern done.
0: Yeah, about, I think I might. About 12 days or so. Let's see. That's
1: all I really got. We got some some sats. I've been I've been under the gun for a, for a while um trying to make things happen, including making yeah. a car drive across the most of the country. <laughs> So uh I've got some podcasts to run down and I've got uh let's see, we get some sats coming in.
0: I only see I only see one. There was one that uh that came in uh last week uh during the pre-show that we that we missed before wrapping up last week's episode. And that was from Servo. He sent in eighty-eight eighty eight sats with the message Able Kirby search and rescue fund. <laughs> yes
1: no i appreciate that servo and that makes him the executive producer
0: both for last week and this week
1: yes um we had some podcasts i wanted to mention hog story had episode 373 Dinjango blue behind the schemes had uh episode 172 oh my god there's a curse grumpy old <gasps> ben's actually had their episode 236 that wasn't today that was last week uh virgin accountants uh, Angry Tech News had one that I don't think we mentioned last time. Uh it was Angry Tech News 78, uh, Houston Reactive, bowl after bowl. Lorian and Spencer did their uh, in episode 275, Snack to its Death. And, of course, Dad's Anime Podcast, we like to throw that one in, had episode 125, Special Guest Crate joins us to discuss Made in Abyss, semicolon Prepare to Suffer. I need to listen to yeah, that so one. Yes,
0: apparently that is that is a that is one that tricked people with like cute cute little characters, and then you get you get like start getting into the show, and then they're made to suffer, and you suffer with them.
1: It's a fun show. I've I've watched the first season of it. Uh, I know they had a movie. I even didn't even see that yet, but uh, it reminds me a little of Dwarf Fortress. Just put that the out the suffering. There. With the suffering, with the exploring, the the concept is they're exploring a bottomless pit. Or um, is it supposed to be bottomless? I can't remember.
0: I think it's supposed to be bottomless. It is a deep, deep, deep pit
1: with uh, some some, uh, supernatural shenanigans going on. And horrible things happen. And horrible things happen to good people. Let's see. I think that wraps up. I we might be doing a short episode today. I don't think I have. I anything think we else.
0: are doing a short episode. I still have. I still have another thing. Do you know anything about cosmic strings? No, I don't. No, they're they're apparently like defects in the space time continuum or something. Okay. They. So here, let me just read the first the first uh, sentence or so from the Wikipedia article. Cosmic strings are hypothetical one-dimensional topological defects which may have formed during a symmetry-breaking phase transition in the early universe when the topology of the vacuum manifold associated to the symmetry-breaking was not simply connected. Their existence was first contemplated by the theoretical physicist Tom Kibble in the 1970s. Okay, yeah, I I don't really know what the fuck that means. I, I, I understand what... Uh, What hypothetical means, right, Mm -hmm. the rest of it, all I get is, okay, there is, like, something broken in space, right? Meanwhile, meanwhile, apparently, we may have found a cosmic string. They might not be as hypothetical as believed. Did anyone pull it yet? It's a little too far away to pull on it. Oh. So anyway, uh, this was from two weeks ago, but of course, we had various uh, we had various delays. So, I don't know if somebody had already sniped this on us, but... Uh, apparently, a strange pair of galaxies several billion light-years away could be evidence of a hypothetical crease in the universe's fabric known as a cosmic string. So, what, based on an analysis of these two galaxies what some people are thinking is that there aren't two different galaxies but rather but rather one galaxy whose image is being mirrored by uh by like this string that is causing a special sort of gravitational lens effect I, it's mirrored by a string yeah i know it's 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 beyond me as well <sighs> i'm i'm you know, if you can't explain, and I
1: I fault some of the uh, some of the people publishing in in this domain, if you can't explain it simply, uh, it's probably bullshit.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot that can be considered bullshit then because there's a lot of uh, weird, super complex math that gets used a lot in astronomy and physics and doesn 't seem to make any sense and yet everything still adds up properly for some reason and and in some cases this actually seems to have real life effects it's not just it's not just wanking right hmm I don't know i I've been to
1: professional uh, symposiums in subject scientific Uh, subject matter that I actually know and then you sit there and you watch as someone who knows what's going on and you say hey in my field what I know (laughs) is that a lot of people publish some kind of weak ass shit and some of it gets fanfare and so I imagine that happens in all these other fields
0: Um, yes, especially in the so-called social, the social so-called sciences. I I think some of those so-called that is all that gets published. I think some (laughs) of those
1: so-called hard sciences get some of this bullshit in there too.
0: Oh yeah, of course, of course they all do. And you may, you make things sound, you make things sound, uh, interesting and sciencey enough and, and yeah, it'll slip through peer review, even with, uh, even with some of the brightest minds going over it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we had this whole section on the show once where there's a paper. I remember it was about uh, how part of the moon was buried under the the um, several layers of the earth deep below the crust. And the when you read the paper, it was just like, hey, we sat around and thought about this thing for a while. And we think that this geological uh, event, this uh, measurement that we made um, – has the same mass, I guess, or the the same kind of distribution that this other theorized event might have had. You know, they're completely unrelated. But we're just gonna connect them with no evidence. Uh, yeah. but, and both now, of them. Now could what be- I
0: get is, in this case, is like, yeah, Theia collided into Earth. A bunch, a bunch of, a bunch of uh, the debris settled back down. A bunch of the other debris from both Theia and Earth coalesced in orbit after being a ring first which became the moon, right? But the fact... You can't say that there's a part of the... A big chunk of the moon inside Earth because that just doesn't go with the evidence of planetary and satellite formation.
1: Yeah, and a lot of this... I mean, I don't know. No one was there to see it. It, And yet people who dismiss that as... uh, I just aren't being honest enough about it. There's a lot of things you have to take... And, you know, we, we have a whole language for talking about things that might be true without misleading people about we, what we actually know. And the fact that no one's there to see it, and there's no primary reports, and there's actually hard to get any primary evidence of any of these things either. You know, you have to keep that, um, you have to keep the you know, that in the back of your head when you're talking about it and not mislead people. And I think that gets lost yeah. on a lot of these things. And
0: going through going through the article about this, it, it even points out that, yeah, this might not actually be evidence of the existence of cosmic strings. There are other simpler explanations that could also explain this interestingly, interesting... A uh, pair of galaxies that look like they are they're uh, a mirror image of each other. Uh, some of which, again, is is that it's one galaxy uh, who's being viewed through a gravitational lens effect, right? But it isn't because of a cosmic string.
1: Mm. Oh
0: well. But I mean, it, it's still it's still interesting interesting to think about this. We still need. We still need an actual smoking gun before before anyone can actually say that cosmic strings exist, but this may be getting us closer to discovering such a smoking gun. until then, until then,, it could be a bunch of, it could be a bunch of wanking. It could be some people trying to trying to, like, you know, uh, make their make their doctorates look like they're actually useful for something but uh yeah Extra- extraordinary an extraordinary suggestion needs extraordinary evidence to back it up mm. but at least having having like a theory that says yeah this this could explain it is still is still useful i think oh yeah
1: it's uh i don't know i like these papers sometimes but yeah, it's just they uh string credulity especially when you can't explain what you're doing if it's uh it can't explain it, you know. Maybe you're not doing anything.
0: All right, I think if we gotta. No, if you if you can't explain it to somebody else in your field, there are plenty of things that I do that I would be incapable of explaining to a regular person about what I do. Imagine like why writing... I could explain it to you. I could explain it to my brother. I could explain it to other people who are in tech, right? And they and they get it. But me try try to explain try to explain to my mother. What I do, right? And yeah, it's not gonna work.
1: Hmm. I don't know what's wrong with your mom.
0: <laughs> Nothing, but she's not. She's not a. Uh, she's not a wire-headed geek like the rest of us.
1: Uh, I I'm a fan of the uh, uh, accessible explanations for for everything. I think that people don't try hard enough. Generally, uh, people
0: don't try hard enough. No, but I don't think I don't think everything can be broken down like explain like i'm five no no i think it needs to go the other way people need to actually build up their knowledge and their understanding of things so that they can so they can like realize at what becomes a simple level for them what else is going on
1: yeah i'm not saying you have to um exclude detail know uh it's it's just if someone wanted to learn about it there should be a clear way for them to to get there and i i think there's a layer of flash and bullshit that actually stops you from understanding what they're what's really going on it's not yeah. it's well, not there as, to help as
0: moth points out in the chat in the chat in the chat specialization becomes a real constraint there mutually exclusive just in terms of time and yeah i like that's that's what it comes down to, right? The, the deeper you go into a field, the fewer people are going to really have an understanding of what you're doing because they have probably specialized in something else. And while they've got the intelligence to understand it, they don't have all the context necessary apparently, to go along with that. Apparently
1: right? they don't have the intelligence to explain it, I think is my complaint here.
0: Well, that's my problem. I, I, I know what I do, but I can't really explain it too well uh, to the mundanes. Mm. Sometimes I can't even really explain it too well to my peers, but that's less, that's less an issue of like me just screwing about it and, and more an issue of me having like communication issues.
1: All right. Do we want to wrap it up? Is there any more to miscommunicate here? Oh, I was no, going to do something. I miscommunicated quite a bit. I've got something on here. Uh I was going to do this before the show and you stopped me. We you said it was show material. So I'm going to play it before we go. I put every MP3 file that was in my music library in a uh playlist and then I sorted by duration. I was going to play just the shortest um you know, the shortest length thing. So a lot of these have 0 seconds, then after that there's 1 second duration sounds, and I think we were just going to explore this together. And see what happens. You want to do that? Yeah. All right. Here we go. This I'm all, I'm gonna play it until it gets really dumb. Here we go.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: It's a bunch of mail. Basic uh, mail. Basic. Uh, These company. are blahs. You
0: have company later. Later.
1: Mail is done. Mail is done. Mail is you done. Have mail. You have mail. You have mail. You have mail. It's, it's not spam. This that is case. called. Wait, that was called 68 unknown. Oh, that's a tool. Is that a tool that thing? Case. I guess it's just a bad file. This is Fantoma's director's cut. What?
0: It's Symbolica. Symbolica.
1: Symbolica what? These are just broken files. Dude. (laughs) I don't know what any of this shit is. All right. That wasn't as fun as I wished it was. Get me out of here. It was trippy. Uh, That's important. A lot of them are just files that failed transfer. I think they're corrupted. Oh, well. Until next time, I've been Abel Kirby. I've
0: been cold Uh, Stay fruity, boys.
1: Adios. I had a good woman. but she lay down, honey, and die? Oh, I had a good woman. but she lay down...